Hey, good morning, Eastern Oregon, and welcome to this January 18th version of AM Live on EOA. Your connection to Eastern Oregon, and we're on the EOA network. Yeah, and on Roku. You can just go to Roku, search EOA Live. Yeah. Our logo will come up, download yeah, it. Yeah, the newest billboard I just put, it, it says 500 Roku downloads and everywhere, because... Anybody looks for it on any of the platforms, they'll find it. BC, if you had to have, so I, I saw this on uh, on New Heights podcast. Okay, you you could only pick five apps, not including the ones that come on your phone. What's your top five? You only get five. Well, I mean, just in my daily life, I'd still I'd say Facebook and Instagram. Okay, that's two. Um, like messaging and all that doesn't count because that yeah. comes with your phone, your yeah. browser. I mean, my whole life is around email and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I'd say probably YouTube. I mean, that, yeah, that app. YouTube's a must. That I app. Uh, um, I don't know. I'd have to think about the rest of it. I, the, the, our Simply Safe app for running the alarm here is pretty handy for me. You got to have it. Yeah. So. I'm taking YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and I didn't think about this. Yeah. Those are three for sure. Yeah. And then Spotify for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then TikTok. I got See, and I'm TikTok. And I'm in, I think Spotify would be the fifth one. Has too. To I spend quite a bit. Yeah. It's, you know what's so funny? I was, I was, I was a slow adopter to Spotify. Oh, I love it. I, I couldn't, I just, I, I mean, I, well, part of it was because when it first started, you could upload your own music or you could, you know, you would have it recognize your own music and all of that business. Yeah. And, and so it was like super clunky. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't get my head around it's it. It's not but clunky now. No. It knows no. more about you than you do. Yeah. It's they crazy. have it. They kind of have it dialed in. <clears throat> but, um, so the rant I went on the other day, the dude apologized. It, he stood up for it, and it, I mean, it was great. The whole thing about us, video, and the games. Yeah. It was, it, what, yeah, what a stand-up dude. I'm not going to name him. It doesn't matter. You yeah. can look in the comments if you really want to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it, that's handled, and I'm yeah. happy about that. It, it, it ended very well Yeah. in my eyes, 100%. Now, yeah, I, I appreciate when things are able to resolve that way. <laughs> Morning Sports Report brought to you by Hobby Habit, 411 First Street in LaGrange. Go check them out. They got Traxxas RC cars. They have Magic the Gathering. They got STEM supplies for your kids. They have an awesome, awesome supply of Legos, like best in town by far. Hobby Habit here in LaGrange, just for the fun of it. LHS boys basketball dropped a heartbreaker on Tuesday night against Pendleton at home in overtime, 59-54. to they are 4-13 and overall and 0-2 in the GOL. They play tomorrow night on the road in Ontario at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. The girls' basketball team up at the high school beat Pendleton on Tuesday night 50-36 to to bring their GOL record to an even 1-1. They lost to Baker, beat Pendleton. They are 11-6 and overall, and they also play in Ontario tomorrow night at, with a tip-off at 5.30 Mountain Time. LHS Boys Wrestling is in Baker tonight at 6 p.m. for the Baker Powder Valley Valley Duels. Um, I don't know what that includes for, for LeGrand. Um, they just came off of the Classic where they had a good showing. They got third place uh, in a really tough, tough, tough 4A conference this year. The 4A the wrestling is really tough this year. And 
Legrand's going to, they're going to have to work their butts off to win a third state championship in a row. I don't know if we're deep enough. Yeah. I, I really don't. Crook County and Sweet Home are both really good. Really, Sweet Home is really deep. And to win a state championship, it, you, you could have the best dual team in the whole state. You need, you need like 20 guys that are good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is more than just 14 that duel. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, LHS Girls Wrestling is in Othello this Friday for the Othello Lady Husky Invite. They had a really good showing at the Classic 2, second place. The number one 4A team at that tournament. Uh, the only team they lost to was Thurston, who's a 5A team. This, uh, this girls wrestling team up at the high school is good, and, and they might make a little challenge for a state championship this year. They're, they're good. They're deep. ELU men's and women's basketball are at home this weekend. The theme tomorrow against the Gooey Ducks is whiteout. Uh, the girl, the, the, I say girls, it's women's basketball in college, which we had a conversation about the other day. Like, girls is high school. Women's is college. Yeah. Um, the women tip off at 5.30, men tip off at 7.30, and then they both turn around on Saturday and play Northwest up at Quinn with 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock tip-offs. Um, like I said the yes, on Tuesday, the men's team has got a big win against Corbin. They're, they're looking to turn that corner. They're in seventh place. They have a good chance to make the tournament. The women's team, they're, I think they're sitting in fourth right now. They were picked to win the conference, and the men were picked to finish second in the conference. So they both have a little bit of ground to make up when it comes to, uh, to, to, you know, finishing where they should. In my eyes, I mean, the women's team is—they lost some height. They lost, uh, um, arguably, two really good Corbin transfers that graduated that, that only played here for a year, um, and then they—they they lost. One girl that was over six foot, and they didn't really replace it. Miley Mills, the, the freshman of the year in, in the CCC in volleyball, is playing basketball as well for EOU. They oh, talked really? her into it, yeah. yeah. I asked Angie, I was like, is she, you know, is she as good at basketball? And, and she's like, I don't know, but we need, you know, we need size. So, yeah. And, and Miley's not like overly tall. I think she's like 5'10, but 5'10 right. in women's basketball is obviously a athletic. Good, oh, she, she's a stud, yeah. yeah. EOU Women's Wrestling's in Forest Grove this weekend with duels versus Linfield and Pacific on Saturday. I misset it on Tuesday. It's Saturday, Sunday, not Friday, Saturday. They duel Linfield and Pacific on, on Saturday in Forest Grove, and then the Boxer Open is at Pacific University in Forest Grove on Sunday. The men's wrestling team is going to Missouri for the Missouri Valley Invite this weekend. That's a huge tournament. And, and this is probably the first time of the year where we're going to get to see the number one ranked wrestler at 125, Hunter Sparks, get challenged. And this is kind of going to show us where he's going to be, you know, when it comes to, I mean, he finished second in the country last year, lost in the national championship match. He's been ranked number one all year, and this is going to be his first real challenge of the year this weekend. Um, Clell Carson was named the... NFHS National Wrestling Coach of the Year. What an honor. Um, right. Just, I mean, that, that, that only happens. There was only two people from Oregon out of all the sports that won it in 2023. And Clell was one of them. And that's a, you know, that, that's a, you know, a tribute to his years of dedication to not just wrestling, but the youth of, of LeGrand. Um, I talked with Clell a few weeks ago about, you know, like his influences and some of the people that have influenced him along the way. Here it is. What about you, Clell? 
you got time to think about it. He, he had the advantage here. He got to sit there and think about it. He didn't even hear what you said because he was like running through it, running through it. He's got a whole head full of, of stuff that's been told to him. I do, man. That's a tough question. I mean, man, I think about I think about all the people that were my coaches, you know, like, man, I don't, like, I mean, you know, not just Burl Miller, but, you know, people like Fred Arch, you know, I think yeah. when you said that, the first thing that popped in my head was, never was a horse couldn't be rode, never was a cowboy couldn't be thrown. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, I thought about that. That was the first thing that popped in my head, but I don't know. I think that, like, all these coaches, Tom Kinney, you know, he always, he always says the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is getting up in the morning. You know, so that's another one, you know, and, and uh, you know, just, I don't know. Burl says had a different quote every day. So yeah. it's like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think just in, in our program, like all the people and coaches like that, I, that I was around or people that I'm around every day, like just the, th- the common thread is just, we're, in, we're all in to make great people. And that's what's to me, that's what I, what I say. And I, you know, it's, that's what Matt, that's the most important thing. Be a good person. You know, like I just, I had a conversation with the kids tonight, you know, like you get, they got to be corrected as you go along too. Right. And, like, that was my story tonight. Like, just be a good person. You know, it's not about, like, you know, you may not be a state champion, like Dustin said. You know, some, you know, not everybody's going to be a state champion. But, yeah, it's not possible. But, mm-hmm. you know, being a good person is what it's about. And so, and I think that's a common theme with all the people that have coached me. And, and hopefully I've, you know, I continue that with other kids that I could. Morning Sports Report brought to you by Hobby Habit. 411 1st Street in Legrand, just for the fun of it. And that's a national honor. That's a yeah. Big that's deal. national coach of the year. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. He was the state coach of the year in Oregon in 2023 right. as well. Yeah. So he's been coach of the year in 4A twice. Right. L- last year he was the 4A coach of the year, but then he also was the state coach of the year, which is the next highest. And then he was national coach of the year yeah. as well. And I've, sure. I've known Clell since we moved here in '97. He is a he is a he's a good dude. Yep. All righty. Well, let's look outside. Take a look at the weather. Surprise, it's snowy. <laughs> it's uh, slicker than snow. Yeah, it was, it was like it's, Ooh, it's just a little, it's right at freezing. Times. Let's take a look at the weather forecast here. So 34, and tonight is 33. I was looking at this like it's going to be pretty much the same temperature all day long. Yeah, which means it's just going to be slick. Yeah. And yeah, it's right at that right at that place where you've got a little bit of water layer on top of ice, yeah, which is not a great. Context. And then it's going to warm up, and we're going to get rain, so we're probably going to get some, you know, flooding. Like yeah, up on the hill, you know, where it always floods, you know, down yeah. fourth and second. And... Yeah, hopefully not, but yeah. So so tomorrow forty, Saturday thirty nine with rain. Sunday forty, yeah, with rain. So. It's it's gonna get sloppy. Yeah. The, the 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 west side, Dallas, where my kids live. Yeah. No school again today. Wow. They haven't been to school since last Thursday. Huh. They probably That's don't crazy. have. Did they get? They have an accumulation of snow over there. No. No ice. Just, they just have ice. two inches they, of ice. Everywhere. They have no way of navigating that. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I love watching the TikTok videos and the videos right, on Instagram of people like. Well, actually, my friend Justin yeah. Tyree, his daughters play. Yeah. Uh, uh, softball at EOU. Mm-hmm. He posted a ring video of him leaving yesterday. He gets right to the front step, whoop, bam, <laughs> right on his back. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that looks like it hurt. But those videos are so, you I like know, see is, people slipping is, all over the that place. That is such a wild thing that this, you know, 
those doorbell cameras have just started a whole nother genre of videos. Yeah. 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 yeah I like the fart ones too. Like the, the guy walks up, you know, delivering a package right, and, yeah. and they catch it on ring camera. They yeah. post it all over the internet. Yeah. I've yeah. seen those. So, so great. So great. All righty. Well, Hey, uh, Sarah Marcotte, who is the new executive director of LeGrand Main Street downtown, is with us, and she'll be on the set here just right after this. Eastern Oregon is full of interesting people with interesting minds and interesting things to say. Here at EO Live, we're committed to connecting you to these intriguing people with EO Talks. We let our special guests share their ideas and life experiences with deep, open, engaging, and inquisitive conversations. You'll also be informed in depth on some of the most recent and relevant events, issues, and more. EO Talks on EO Live, your connection to Eastern Oregon, now on Roku. And we are back with Sarah Marcotte, who is the new executive director of LaGrand Main Street downtown. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Good. That's a mouthful. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that is. And it took me forever. I, I've served on the board of LaGrand Main Street for, I don't know, I want to say seven or eight years. I think wow. that's about what it was. And just came off of it. Hmm. It just actually had. It's been a year ago. It's the beginning of the year of this last year. Yeah. We so. just missed each other though. We did. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So welcome to Look Around. Oh, thank you. I'm loving it so far. Yeah. Well, good. So let's let's just start with your life a little bit. Where did you grow up at? And oh my goodness. And then how did you eventually get to Look Around? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was born in San Luis Obispo, uh, California, which is a, a small town, kind of fun, kind of a. Rural with uh, a lot of personality. Uh -huh. And uh, then we moved out to Torrance, which is very urban, and then to finally to San Diego. Uh, and I kind of grew up in a little suburb called Encinitas. It's kind of a little beach town. Okay. And uh, then I lived in uh, Vista for a little while, which is uh, another little suburb out there. But uh, my husband worked for U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. I actually met him working at the San Diego Maritime Museum. We both, oh. uh, yeah, we're both volunteer crew, and we worked uh, to restore antique ships. Oh, really? Yeah, their, their pride of the museum is uh, the Star of India. It's, uh, I think it's 1863. Wow. So it's, uh, it's so old that it, it's, I think it's at sale, uh, just a few days before Lincoln's um, Gettysburg Address. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so it needs a lot of love to keep it alive and on, um, you know, seaworthy because yeah. they do take it out every now and then. Too. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, the largest ship that is actually under sail power. Um, huh. The Constitution over um, the East Coast actually is under tug power a lot of the time. Oh, but, interesting. Uh, 
Yeah, we have a little rivalry between them. <laughs> but I met him, and he was into uh, history and uh, nature and a lot of the stuff that I really care about. And so we kind of got married, and he applied to uh, get a transfer quite a while ago. And because um, San Diego is just very expensive. <laughs> and uh, so we, we were looking for something different. So we uh, got a transfer to La Grande, and uh, it's, it's been an amazing place. I came out actually a week before he did because I had a job that I was offered that didn't turn out to be on my career trajectory, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, and then he came out a week after, and then our furniture came out two weeks <laughs> after. <laughs> so it was like uh, camping for a little <laughs> while there. Yeah. But, so uh, how long have you been in La Grande or in? Ah, uh, since October 27th. Okay. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so just since in the fall. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. And then you just went to work for La Grande Main Street downtown, right? I did. My first day was on the eighth. Okay. Yeah. Well, awesome. So, well, mm -hmm. cool. And and Kyle, as we Hi. talked about before, Kyle is from San Diego yeah. originally. Yeah. Yeah. So is this your first time uh, ever being around snow? This is my first... At least living in snow? Yeah. yeah. This is my first serious winter. Yeah. So, uh, like, my... I, it hasn't gotten serious yet. No, not yet. No. No. It can oh get a lot worse than this. Okay. My, <laughs> my uh, experience with snow was, like, I'd go up to uh, the San Bernardino Mountains yeah. or stuff like yeah. that. Um, and you, you ride a little sled around and you have fun in it and that kind of... And then you come home and there's no snow. Mm -hmm. But n now that it's, like, an inescapable force... <laughs> so you're having to learn, I'm having to learn uh, to drive. Luckily, my husband is from Petoskey, Michigan. Oh, okay. Which is, uh, yeah. yeah, they get the lake effects mm -hmm. and everything. And it's just a very snowy place in the winter. So he was showing me. And I just recently got a car with studded tires from uh, Daniel from Legacy. Oh, good. And yeah, and uh, got a little car with studded tires, uh, front wheel drive. And uh, that's been incredibly helpful. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, good. Yeah, no, Kyle yeah. spent the summers here oh. yeah. a lot. Yeah, so he kind of he kind of was in both worlds. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd come live with my aunt and uncle in the summertime. And then, yeah. So I knew, you, you know, like I, I knew that the La Grande area, but I didn't know snow. I mean, when I was a yeah. kid, we never went to Big Bear or up in the mountains, you know what I mean? So all I'd ever saw was, you know, just rain at the most. And then, yeah. yeah. But my first real, I moved here in 91. And my first real, that was a really, really bad uh, winter, too. So the first year we lived here, we had to dig ourselves out of our house. <laughs> so that was like, I mean, not only am I, you know, 11 years old, 12 years old, culture shocked. I'm the only kid in the whole school with earrings. But I'm having to learn how to dig myself out of, you know, six and a half foot drips on my front door. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was definitely you, a, you were probably like, oh, 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 this like let's go BS. back home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could just see you as, oh, it was as so a, bad. how old were you, 12? I was 12, yeah. I I was as a 12-year-old. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. My mom it. still talks about it. She was like, you hated it when we first moved here. Yeah. I loved coming for the summers. I loved being out on yeah. the farm. Sure. And, and, you know, wearing my bola tie and my cowboy hat. I got pictures of that. But then when, when we moved here, I was just like, oh, this is miserable. Oh, yeah. But I've, it's, gr it's grown on me. I love it here now. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. Well, and you haven't, you haven't really had a chance to appreciate the outdoors very much here yet. Not yet. Yeah, and, and uh, that is, I mean, that is by far, 
I mean, the, the, the element of the outdoor here in Eastern Oregon is really hard to match anywhere, yeah. And, but, it, but it takes a while to, to really get onto that and to discover that. Are you an outdoorsy person? I'm a hiker, so okay. yeah. Yeah, so you will, have you been to Mira yet? No, okay. I've been I've been hearing about it, hearing about yeah, the bike races, yeah. and I'm just like, Ooh, yeah, I no, it's get just involved. yeah, it's it, I I grew up in central Wyoming, mm -hmm. and culturally it's very similar, oh. but we would have to we would have to drive. I mean, we had mountains there, but still to go elk hunting, it was it was a haul, and and it is just it is so fabulous. When I first moved here, and I realized that. 15 minutes I can drive and see a herd of elk or something oh, wow. like that and that's like super unique or yeah. you know or biking and I mean whatever the case mm -hmm. might be there's just a lot there's a lot of outdoorsy stuff to do. I'm, I'm living in Union right now and the thing that's blowing my mind is uh, like right across the street there'll be like four deer or yeah. I guess elk just walking up the street and it's just like real just right in my yard that's D those are definitely deer not elk they're deer yeah. okay yeah. They, i think they're elk, white elk are not that not, they don't do that okay i, yeah, I think they're, they're, they're white way more deer. they're yeah. way more sketchy they're yeah. like deer are just dumb yeah we got deer <laughs> just hang out all over town it's it's crazy oh, yeah well, you don't have any deer watching so you don't have to worry about offending <laughs> no. them i guess well you know part of we had a game and fish person on not too long ago yeah and and yeah one of the things that i learned from that situation is is that uh, deer deer will graze in the same places over and over again even if they build a parking lot the deer oh, will come no. back to those particular areas you know oh, uh, so yeah it's kind of so so what what does your husband do again he's, he's u.s fish and wildlife service okay. and he's uh, a biologist okay so, yeah and what kind of biologist um biologist? i guess kind of conservational biologist okay so yeah looking to uh make sure that uh the indigenous plants and wildlife are successful oh um, interesting we got to get him on here yeah. yeah we had the state guy on yeah. a couple yeah. months ago no that would be yeah it's because it's i mean this is I don't know how he feels about his job, but this this would be a great place cool. for that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, just because there's so much, so much variety of stuff. So, well, so then tell me a little bit about, I know that you have yeah. a TV background. I do. Right? Yeah, yeah, talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, well, I, uh, I guess I, I started out in psychology and just realized pretty early on that uh, that wasn't really a good fit for me. Uh -huh. um, and so I went back to school for multimedia. Okay. And uh, so that was all-encompassing. That was graphic design, um, editing, video, um, all, just pretty much everything that you can think of. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really latched into the video aspect of it. And for a period of time, I was working uh, with kind of a, a custom home show. where We'd go out to the custom homes that were built uh, in different areas. We worked a lot uh, in the um, Appalachians. Uh, we worked in the South. Just, just a lot of really beautiful homes that were built and we would uh, film them to help advertise for the builders and uh, then we would fund those by going out to the uh, vendors the people who installed the windows or put in the carpet that kind of thing and saying we'll film you a 60 second spot uh, if you contribute a little bit of money a little bit of sponsorship to this production so that we can keep it rolling mm -hmm. and uh, that's kind of how we funded it we just go out to those locations and uh, now with the internet I don't think there's people who necessarily do that they'll just hire a crew kind of in the area yeah but uh, part of my job was 
uh, getting people to send me their reels and looking at what they could do and then coming out to a fully new crew every time I'm on the set oh, wow. and saying like, okay guys, here's the shot list for today. This is what we're going to do. And cool. Yeah, it was, it was a really fun job. Um, I really loved it. And uh, I, I think it's where I discovered I really love travel and seeing what every new environment has as mm -hmm. far as, you know, nature or uh, the culture, the local culture and that kind of thing. So, so were you working for a production house or yes. a network? or yeah, production okay. house, yeah. Okay. And then we went out um, and we just, uh, I think it was uh, nationwide broadcasting, which probably isn't that helpful for the local vendors. Right. But <laughs> well, and as you know, what year was that that you did that? Ooh, uh, I think like 2009, 2010. Okay, yeah. And, man, the landscape yeah. of digital TV oh. is just like... Completely different. It's absolutely yeah, it, different. It is just, yeah. yeah. And we're still, every day, I mean, we're still trying to figure out, okay, how do we fit? It's so funny because when we started this digital TV station, mm -hmm. um, and I've told this story many times, but we, we, it, we had a traditional production house. And then in 2014, Kevin Loveland, who who is the funeral director here, said, well, can you stream funerals? And so that's how we got into the streaming part oh, of wow. it. So, yeah, and we still do that. I mean, that yeah. still is one of our bread and butter stuff. Sure. And so then it was like, well, we should do a football game. Like, we should do a football season. Well, we probably should call ourselves something, and that's kind of because there is no video media yeah. here locally, you know. But, but still... It was funny because I I had a sense I knew that back in 2014 yeah. I could see the digital space you know and even we talked over and over again about connecting to a local tower and having an over the air TV station but the cost of that was fifty or seventy five thousand yeah. dollars and I just could not see that where that was the direction it was going anyhow all of that to say so we're we're in a place. We're in this place now where now every legacy TV station out there is yeah. trying to get to the place where we started in, you know. Yeah. So it's just been this crazy transition of a move. So, yeah. So how did you, tell me, so then, I don't know, so then how did you, did you do more of that? Tell me, where did you go from there? So I, I did that for a while, and uh, then I, I actually took some time off from doing that because I got a little burnt out. And I was working at uh, the Maritime Museum of San Diego. Okay. And uh, I started out volunteering there. I wound up working there uh, in a couple different roles. Um, in my very first role was second watch officer, which is kind of uh, maintenance, janitor, um, and security all rolled into one. And uh, from that, no, after I kind of was familiar with the museum and everything, um, I was able to use my kind of educational background uh, that I had gotten from uh, working in special education when I came out of psychology. Yeah. And uh, I was able to work in the living history portion of that. And that's where the kids would come overnight, they stay on the ship, and we kind of recreate the experience of what it would be like for these new sailors to come aboard the ship and how they would live, what they would eat, and that kind of thing. That sounds great. It was really fun. Like, yeah. A lot of great I kids. did something like that yeah. in fifth grade. 
Oh yeah, was yeah, it on down Star there. of India? I, I don't I don't remember the name of the company, oh. but that was like one of our trips in fifth grade was we got to go overnight on a ship. Yep. And yeah, it, I remember it very clearly. That's what we did. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think fifth. How grade long has that been happen happening? That's been happening forever. Um, my goodness. Fifth um, grade for me would have been like 1989. 1989. Or, or 90. Okay. So. So yeah, yeah, uh, that you definitely yeah, that's definitely where you went. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I, I I think probably you're probably right because yeah. I remember. That it. would be clearly. so unique, and yeah, I mean. Yeah. Because my experience is so far from maritime experiences, you know, and especially an old ship. Yeah. I mean, that that would I would I would totally dig that. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And just uh, every day you're out there, you're on the water, you're just right there in the embarcadero. It's it's such a cool experience. Yeah. But I just needed a break from doing the the production for a while. Yeah. And uh, that that's what I decided to do. No, and I yeah. and it can I've been on the production side of yeah. that where. You have that forced creativity. I mean, we're kind of in that environment all the time, but there's so many different things that we do yeah. that there's a lot of variety in it. You know, that's good. Yeah, because when you when you I would imagine when you have a program like that that you're producing, it's just the same rinse and repeat thing. Basically, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we have to keep doing it, so you you get a formula that works. Yeah. And you're just like, no, we're doing it this way. We're doing it this way. You guys yeah. do B-roll. You guys do this. And that yeah, kind of yeah. So. No, you're yeah. using all of the terms that we use. Oh, so. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> B-roll, if you don't know, is is just like the when you're watching a show, the footage of like all the little details, like yeah. the door hinges or the yeah, yeah faucets. <laughs> no, yeah. And, and the viewer, they watch those things and they have no idea. They just, they're just taking it in, you know, mm -hmm. and they don't, they don't know. So, yeah. Well, so, La Grande Main Street downtown. Yeah. How long have you been doing that now? Uh, since January 8th. Yeah, so just <laughs> a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool because I actually, um, I went down for Trunk or Treat, the okay. Halloween oh, celebration. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I had just kind of walked away from uh, a job that I came down here for. Uh -huh. And uh, I was like, you know, I got I to find something different. And I really was just talking with the uh, Timber Cruisers uh, mm -hmm. and Arlen. And just, I used to drive a 65 Barracuda back in the day, <laughs> and I had to give it up because I couldn't afford the upkeep. There was a lot of rust and things like that. But I was just like, I can't throw money at this every day. So I, I gave that up, but I was talking about how much I loved it and how much I loved like the classic cars, the muscle cars, and that kind of thing. And he, uh, we started talking about what I did professionally and that I had just left a job. And he said, you know, go talk to Marianne which is his, his wife, and she works for Main Street, and she is looking for someone who kind of does what you do, the promotion and mm -hmm. the production, that kind of thing. So I went and talked to her. I put in my resume, and then just a little while later, we started the interview process. Well, that's good. And uh, then I was hired. <laughs> well, and I think that so. I, part of that, I yeah. mean, I'm just guessing. I was not, I've been involved in the past three or four hirings of the yeah. executive director before you. Mm -hmm. And so, but I mean, given that that moved so quickly, I think that's a testament to they feel like they found the right the candidate. So oh. that's yeah. So that's that's awesome yeah. for you. And so, what are you know looking looking at Legrand from the outside? Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you really appreciate? What are some of the things that is like oh that is so I don't know because. We've been here a yeah. while, and it's easy to forget those things. So, so what are some of the things that you've noticed? 
I think um, just the historic nature of the downtown, things like that, that you have all these beautiful old buildings. Um, in San Diego, a lot of times they, they just get torn down. They want something new and it's, it's tract housing or it's something very cookie cutter. But yeah. to have the uniqueness of those old buildings and that people are retrofitting, putting new businesses in, keeping it alive yeah. is amazing to see like history and just the evolution of this city that you can look back at old photographs and you can say, oh my gosh, that's the Community Kindness Building. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Um, and the people are so wonderful. Just it, It's such a, a friendly, welcoming environment mm -hmm. that you, you talk to the people and you really get to know the people who are running the businesses here. Yeah. And that to me is coming from a, a bigger city, I guess, um, is very unique because it's it's not just like, shuffling you in and then you come in and they're just like who are you again they, these people remember you they're like oh you know what we just got this in you got to check it out they know what you like they yeah. they care about you as a, a consumer you're not just a, a number they're not just looking to make a sale yeah <laughs> i'm sure they want to make a sale but yeah well cool so, and and i know yeah. you just got started but mm -hmm. are there any things in, in in main street itself in la grand main street downtown are there um, are there some things that you're liking about that? I mean, and I'm sorry, it's a super vague question, but tell me about some of your other observations about the Downtown Association itself. The Downtown Association, I, I really love, um, there's so much focus on trying to get small businesses to thrive mm -hmm. and trying to get the, the economy to just a really healthy state. And uh, this is an exciting time to be on it because we're coming out of COVID, which was a down time for everybody. Right. And uh, now we're at a place where we can kind of rebuild and restructure. And so getting to be a part of that, getting to be a part of things that are just like new programs coming in fresh, um, enlivening the programs and events that existed um, and just kind of creating something unique. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, so we, we were talking about social media apps yeah. beforehand. Yes. What are some of you, what's your top five apps? Oh goodness. I was hoping <laughs> you wouldn't ask me that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Instagram for sure. I think Instagram is, is loads of fun. Yeah. Um, and oh, YouTube. Yes. Um, but then, mm, I guess Google calendars because that's, that's that how comes on your phone. Yeah. Oh, it just comes on my phone? Well, yeah, you, you can't count the ones that come on your oh, phone. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Google calendars come. If well, but, have, she, I, she, but if she's an Apple person. Yeah, are you, are you an Apple person? I, I do. Yeah. I oh, then you do have to jump. <laughs> yep, okay. So Google calendars, and then I guess Google Mail, and Google Voice, because uh, my phone that I brought from home still has a San Diego area code. Mm, 619. Oh, I got the 760. Oh, you have the new one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um, I use Google Voice to have a Legrand area code so I can call people and it doesn't look like, well, who is this person? Who is from? that? Yeah. Because yeah, it looks a little like a Well, now they know you're from California, so they they're going to hate you. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, it's, it's I, I, I understand that, though, because uh, yeah. like there's a lot of people in California who hate the way California is going, too. Yeah. I mean, if I... I can talk a little trash about California. We have a massive homeless population, mm -hmm. and a lot of those homeless people, everybody thinks of homeless people, oh, they don't want to work, or, you know, they're crazy. It's like, no, these, a lot of these people are working 40 hours a week. 
They just can't afford to, an apartment. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's ridiculous for yeah. somebody to be living in their car like that. And uh, so the, a lot of the direction California is going in doesn't seem to be where they care that much about the people who are living there. They'd rather just bring in the people who have enough money to sustain the, the <laughs> you know, the $3,000 a month apartments that they're putting up and that kind that's of stuff. That's crazy. Can you imagine navigating living in your car and working a 40 hour I mean how you know I mean people clearly do that yeah. but a lot of people choose to do it yeah, yeah. the van life yeah. culture yeah. yeah I don't think it would be that bad actually yeah. well, well if you have a van that's I'm all simple. set up for you I don't well, need all this extra stuff no yeah. but but a van yes but if you were in the front seat of your car yeah that sucks yeah wouldn't be real comfortable no it's like well and I just you kind of think I mean you you get up and you try and get ready for work and you've got to go to work and look like, you know, you're presentable in some manner. Well, you pay 30 or 50 bucks a month for a gym membership and take a shower and brush your teeth there. That, that is out. actually what a lot, a lot of people of them. do. Yeah, yeah. I, I follow a couple of them. A, a lot of them just go to the gym in the morning and, and take a shower, get ready for routine. work. There. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I don't think it would be that terrible if you had a nice, you know, like truck with a tonneau cover on it and yeah. threw a mattress back there. It wouldn't be horrible. I mean, mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, there's not a lot of crime around here. Not like people are going to come up and stick you up in a grand. Like, yeah. yeah, you're pretty safe. Yeah. You Maybe I'll try it one day. <laughs> Yeah, my I'm, I, I'm not gonna try that. My <laughs> life's not that simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it requires a little bit more maintenance than that. Yeah. Well, well, cool. Well, um, so what are your? I mean, again, I know you've only been here. It's got to be a little bit of a whiplash though to go from San Diego, warm. Yeah. Ships, water, <laughs> to mountains yeah. and snow and you know i mean and there was you know there was some times last week when it was blowing and snow that it was like okay this is as miserable as yeah as it, it gets was really cold yeah yeah really cold. It, yeah it was and when it when it, when the wind blows and it gets super cold and it's snowing it's just dangerous you know that's how people yes. but uh, how are you adapting to that? Um, well, uh, when I first came, uh, it was a little bit of a process learning how to dress. Like, I, I know obviously I can't walk around in sundresses or something like that. But um, it, I'm like, if you dress too warm and then you're in the office all yeah. day, then you're just miserable because yeah. you, you can't take, like, you can't show up in like a ski suit or something yeah. like that because you can't take it off. And so it was learning, like, okay, we'll put a jacket and a sweater and a shirt and then thermals underneath, <laughs> and we can sort of start paring down as we need to. Um, and uh, the shoes, like, um, I just got my first pair of snow boots the other day because it, it became necessary. <laughs> and uh, so, I, and, um, so I, I had to relearn how to dress a little bit, how to do my hair, because I'm living out in Union right now, and it's just very windy. It's mm. it's a very windy place. Uh, just just learning how to take care of myself and get ready for uh, this environment. But just the beauty of it has been really what keeps me going. Is Good. just yes, the snow is miserable to drive in, yeah. and it is uh, it is terrible digging your car back out of the snow. <laughs> Especially uh, the other day, the plow just went through and, and buried, plowed every buried the car. Oh man! And I was like, fun. Okay, well. 
this is an adventure. You have yeah. to just look on it like that. And a lot of it is the attitude that you bring to a situation. Absolutely. So if you say like, you know, this is a new experience. There's so many wonderful things that I can just take in and, yeah. you know, that, and that's kind of how I've approached it as opposed to like, oh, I wish I was still in San Diego. I wish I could go to the beach. And it's like, sure, that, that would be great. But let's look when you, I've heard it said before, I'm not sure who to attribute it to, but when you get to the point in your life where you're not looking back anymore, mm -hmm. you're doing something right. And yeah. I've always been very much in that mindset. It's like, well, we're not looking to the past because we can't change it. It happened. Yeah. You got to experience those things, good and bad. Yeah. And now we're looking to the future and what we can do. And yeah, and that, that's where I'm at is uh, just loving the beauty of the snow, just loving the nature and all, all the new things that are coming from LeGrand. Good. Yeah. So. No, and there's just, it takes a little while, but there is so much to love about, there's so, so much uniqueness. I mean, LaGrande is rural and it's small and the shopping, you know, you, it, 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 I moved here from Seattle in 97 oh. and it took a while to just get my head around the consumerism part of that, mm -hmm. you know there weren't as many restaurants and you, you didn't have access. Now, a lot of that has changed, but uh, you didn't have access to the product the way that you wanted it and so on and so forth. But there are just so many bright stars that are, I mean, the outdoor culture and Elgin Opera House in Elgin is a, you know, I mean, EOU is just a, I mean, all of these little, these little, they're not little features, but I mean the hospital that we have here locally this, that's, you know, privately controlled or, or locally controlled, you know. I mean, there, there are so many fantastic things that just take a little while to identify and figure out. So yeah, hang in there. Yes. I think the huge advantage that LeGrand has is because you have all these beautiful little hidden gems. Yeah. And they're not commodities. It's not like, oh, the Opera House is doing something, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it, people aren't jaded the way they are in a bigger city. Yeah. And uh, the, so people really appreciate like when something new comes in and uh, when something, you know, when a festival is happening or just the, the small things that make life worth living, people really are enjoying that and taking that in as opposed to like a lot of places where it's just like, yeah, who cares? There's a thing at the museum, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. It's just... Well, and, and all of it is accessible, mm -hmm. too, from a leadership standpoint. So in other words, if you, know, if you care about theater and drama, mm -hmm. you can get involved up, up here at EOU's theater department or in Elgin Opera House or in the Liberty Theater. You know, I mean, all of those things are, I mean, if, if you were a car person, and you really wanted to jump into the, the timber cruisers thing, it wouldn't take very long before they'd like, hey, we need leadership on our board. We need people who can come in. And everything is that same way, whether that be the school district or entertainment or EOU, all of that stuff is accessible for mm -hmm. people to be a part of. So I really love that too. Yeah, so. super. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sarah, thanks so much. All right, for being with you. us today. Yeah, yeah, we we really appreciate it. Yeah. And you know, we'll have you back again. Okay, sounds yeah. great. And we're going to have um I mentioned this yesterday. Caitlin, oh, uh is the new 
yeah, Chamber, Chamber of Commerce Executive Director. Yeah, and I think she's yeah. going to be on next week sometime. So, That's so cool. So, yeah, so you guys are new together and and again that's a little figuring out the role of where La Grande Main Street downtown fits in with the Union County Chamber of Commerce you know there's a little bit of shared roles but at the same time they're very different yes so we'll have to have coffee yeah and I can and you know and and talk more about production Absolutely. and shop and everything so yes yeah well hey you want to get us out of here man Let's do it okay on this day, January 18th, 1644, perplexed pilgrims report the first UFO sighting ever. 16, <laughs> 1644, they saw a UFO. A UFO sighting. Okay. Yeah. I wonder what that was. I wonder what they saw. Yeah. So yeah. Kyle and I have this, this running conversation about uh, UFOs and Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. So no such thing as Bigfoot. By no the way. such thing as Bigfoot. No, but there are you. There are. There is something else out there. Yeah. yeah no I think doubt. they just confirmed that. We, we, yeah, we would have seen a Bigfoot by now. Here's my thought. Yeah. We would have seen poop, hair, something. We would have found something. There's enough now. We'd have solid yeah. evidence yeah. that if there was a Bigfoot, and we we have nothing. I mean, all of it's you know, it's, it's all arbitrary, and and there's no solid proof of a Bigfoot. Now, though, we have, we have some pretty solid proof about aliens. So, mm -hmm. 1778 on this day, Captain James Cook stumbled over the Sandwich Islands. What, what were the, what, 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 what are they called now? Yeah. Sandwich Island. Yeah. Cook. Um, Hawaii. Oh, the okay. Hawaiian yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, they used like, to be called the Sandwich Islands. Uh, interesting. 1896, the first demonstration of an x-ray machine in the, in the USA in New York. 1896, they started X-raying. 1951, the first use of a lie detector. Mm. Yeah, what a strange piece of equipment that is. Yeah. And, and that's, they use that in court cases. I don't understand that. Yeah. 2005, the world's largest commercial jet, the Airbus A380, is unveiled in France. 2016, check this out. The world's 62 richest people are now as wealthy as half the world's population. So the 62 richest people in the world uh -huh. are as wealthy as half of the people in the world. Wow. That's crazy. That's, that is. It's crazy. 2022, Microsoft says it's buying Activision Blizzard, and they went through with it. Call of Duty World of Warcraft and Candy Crush cost Microsoft $70 billion, and it was the biggest tech takeover in history. Wow. That was a 22? Billion. Yeah. Huh. But Call of Duty is the biggest gaming franchise right, ever. Right, right. World of Warcraft's right there, too. Yeah. And then Candy Crush is the biggest, yeah. you know, highest grossing app probably ever. Interesting. Yeah. And Microsoft, man, they just, they want everything, don't they? <laughs> they got to keep up with Apple. Well, that, you know, they, Apple just passed uh, uh, Samsung. Do they in, in value? No, not in value, but in phones sold. 2023 is the first time Apple's ever sold more phones than Samsung. Yeah. Huh. 2023. Those, those Apple people are taking over the world. <laughs> well, and, and Samsung is a lot more popular outside of the United States. The Apple culture, I mean, it's everywhere, but it's really heightened in the United States. Yeah. So. Well, I... I I've never had an Apple. Never even been on. Never even messed around on a Mac. Yeah. 
Well, Sarah and I were talking earlier. The, the I mean, the cool thing about that is, you know, I mean, your iPad and your text, your iPad and your phone and your Mac. I mean, the text messages flow to all three of those. I'll bet you Aubrey that was on on Tuesday has an iPhone. It's basic white girl stuff. Remember yeah. we were talking about her Stanley <laughs> yeah, Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, she's got an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Aubrey, if you see this, tell me. Do you have an iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She does. Oh, guaranteed. It's all right. <laughs> it's all good, though. I'm not anti it. It's just never been my cup of tea. No, but it's so funny because I have my my daughter, Michaela. I mean, my whole family is Apple except me. Yeah. And so, yeah. Hold out, BC. Hold out. Hold out. Hold out. Hold out. Hold out. Don't do it. All right, so let's uh, move on. The number one song in America on this day in 1984. What do you think it was, BC? 84. Yeah. I should know that. It's up there. But Benny, I know. Benny already yeah. jumped the gun. So put it back up there, Benny. Hey, uh, da, da, da. Who is that? I, I don't Steve know. Steve Miller Band, the Joker. Who is it? Steve Miller Band. Steve Miller Band. Joker. I, I, I wasn't a big... You know that song, though. Everybody knows that song. Some people call me the state face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Quote of the day comes from JFK. One person can make a difference, and everyone should try. One more time. One person can make a difference, and everyone should try. That's it. All right. Good stuff. Oh, Todd just said he switched to Apple this year. Shame on you, Goro. <laughs> you used to be my favorite referee. Oh, man. <laughs> went to the dark side. Yeah. Well, Sarah, thank you very thank much you. for being appreciate here that. with us today. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And we'll see you all Tuesday. next Tuesday.